Gorge. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because <laughs> Rod and Karen are hot. <laughs> hey, welcome to another episode of the Blackout Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us wherever you get podcasts. The official weapon of the show is the taser. The unofficial sport. Bullet ball. Bullet ball extreme. And don't forget also leave us five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. We like those. We love those. We need those. Okay. Our ego needs to boost. We need to feel special <laughs> and great and like this relationship is a two way street. Yes. We need to feel loved. And I see about them talking about it in the chat room. Mark your calendar for is it September? ninth oh see this is what happens with karen she i'll be winging it <laughs> she just thinks you can just say whatever you want to say <laughs> do whatever you want to do with no plan then i'm supposed to just come in and, and have and back it up and be like oh i have this information on on deck uh so the live show that we're supposed to do at blumenthal center for performing arts it is supposed to be on september the 9th at 3 p.m we do the tickets are not on sale yet so you know just mark your calendars that mm-hmm. that's a day you need to have open if you'd like to be at a live show and meet us in person and stuff um but uh yeah that's that's karen going rogue everybody <laughs> um let's go ahead and get into like the show and stuff there's lots of okay. stuff to talk about um i don't even know where to start uh you know actually you know i do know where to start we can start with uh with some uh lgbtq news let me see what you want to see you better move your body you better move your feet and i want to grow show me what's cool riding caring baby lgbtq news Try to take us down when we still around. We lit. Try to steal the shine when we on the ride. We lit. But you can't do what we got to do. We lit. Black guy. LGBTQ news. Woo, woo. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. All right, let's talk about LGBTQ news. Um, the first story, they're mostly bad stories, but the first story, <laughs> LGBTQ conservatives say they feel misled by Ron DeSantis. Oxymoron, are you surprised? Uh, they said they uh, he misled them. After the GOP presidential hopefuls war room shared a bizarre video widely seen as as inflammatory. The video bashed former President Donald Trump's support for the LGBTQ community and leaned into conservative state policies passed under DeSantis this year that were criticized as anti-LGBTQ. 
lgbtq conservatives reacting to the video said desantis has shown his true colors as an anti-lgbt champion oh now he's showing his true colors undermining his arguments that his support for the policies were about protecting children and parents rights why do they always fall for that are people that naive they go well it's only gonna be the children no it's the it's everybody we'll start with the kids i think you fall and then we go up i think they fall for it because they want to correct it don't make sense everything he stands for is anti-you and then you get over there you be like oh he anti-me yes bitch that's what everybody told your ass yeah i think you know if you want the white supremacy part of it the tax cuts or whatever whatever it is that you want so bad that you look past not just someone else's plight you look past your own plight Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times whiteness is such an intoxicating idea and drug and concept. It's a hell of a drug. That people will be like, no, my whiteness will protect me. Yeah, I'm gay, but I'm still white. I'm still, you know, whatever. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm white passing. I'm whatever. I, I'm, I'm white adjacent. I'm somewhere in proximity that I feel like I'll be protected. But when somebody passed a law, they pass a law for all of us. Come on and so if they start saying you know you know i think they get people and i mean we've said this so many times i i mean honestly this segment is just i i i get it can be redundant but and i try not to be but this was definitely one of those like okay they started with the the shit that was like uh we're just we're just mad about immigrants so we're just mad about black people we're just and everybody ignore them as long as they they quote unquote for their thing yeah you know and you you look around and suddenly in the GLP party and you realize it's the purge and your ass is on the menu and you've been on the menu the whole time. You right. just thought that somehow you could outlast it. Right, which don't make sense. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, unless you're a white Christian male that's straight, you're on the menu. What about that? Don't people understand? Oh, and why don't you, like, how are you not embarrassed because right. i would be too embarrassed to go on national tv or if you know the hill in this case gave me a phone call and i'm uh a michigan-based libertarian journalist uh my uh, brad palumbo in this case and he's like it's like he's going mask off the cat's out of the bag he said he he'd have considered voting for desantis at one time how you not embarrassed i wouldn't tell nobody that shit ever because i know people been telling you the whole time this motherfuckers is low-key bigot mm-hmm. or high key as i like to say and you was like no nah, i'm a libertarian i mean daughter, you know we're libertarian basically republican nerves. that smokes weed right and it's like i'm a libertarian and so you know listen uh, ron is just about this this and this and then finally it's like he makes it so nakedly impossible to avoid what he's on mm-hmm. so you be like okay yeah he's a bigot you got me i wouldn't show up for that interview my phone i let them motherfuckers go to voicemail i wouldn't tell y'all i was that stupid y'all don't need to know it's between me and my god yeah and also it's one of those things where because of whiteness and the proximity of whiteness they're doing that so that white people can feel bad for them right yeah, because it ain't toward, it ain't towards the other groups that he's been targeting they, actually you you're still telling me you don't give a fuck about the other groups because if you did you would have been been enraged yes exactly um it's like how how can the consequences of my actions be coming back to haunt me right 
Uh, I'm somebody who has my fair share of policy disagreements with DeSantis, but I was considering voting for him in the primary before he entered the race officially. Since then, he's done thing after thing that really makes me increasingly write off that possibility. I guarantee you the other person he was considered is Trump. Like, it's not like he was like, it was either DeSantis or Biden, and I guess I gotta go to Biden. Like, it's, like, I guarantee you don't disagree that much. Right. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, these motherfuckers, uh, coming on and talking about how they, uh, they each feel duped and, and right. betrayed. And, and this is the thing that really, really irritates me about this country. Everything is centered around white people's feelings, even gays, white gays. Like, there's no other gays that, that, that actually live in this country. Mm-hmm that's marginalized that are that that when they pass these laws that actually it's like a double double whammy i get smacked for my race for my gender for my sexuality and then i turn around i get smacked for something else too you know and so for me this is the one thing that irritates me and this right here is the same thing that they do around when it gets closer to like voting particularly for president they they want to go to these middle and middle of 10 but fuck to nowhere places and ask these people how they feel and you know why they feel don't nobody give a fuck about them people don't nobody care about their white feelings yeah i think um the other thing that stands out for me is that you got these these folks that uh they they like ron DeSantis the most and ron DeSantis is already second like he like you're doing all this for a man who has no charisma and can't beat trump anyway like not on his own merits like he's a he's a he's a candidate that he might end up beating trump because trump is being actively indicted like it's like like i'm not like if if they had their druthers and everything was even this dude is gonna get boat raced and it's it tells you something about your fucking candidate your policies what you believe in like you sold out for the dude that's not even gonna win that's crazy not even gonna he not win. even gonna win and you already bending over backwards for this dude who knows if once they start all them caucuses and shit if he's even gonna be in the run and how and how long he gonna last yeah they so the attack ad on trump showed a clip of trump from 2016 at the rnc saying i'm gonna do everything in my power to protect our lgbtq citizens and of course ron DeSantis jumped on that because here's a chance to show that i'm different than trump mm-hmm. uh not that trump ever really protected any lgbtq citizens but right here's a chance to say on the record i will not i will attack them i'm gonna be even way harder on these gays and people are like wait a minute the story you told me was it's not about people being gay it's not about attacking anybody it's about protecting the kids now you're just distancing yourself for trump but you're not bringing up kids or any of this you're just basically saying i don't like gay people right and the thing is they'd rather be duped and the shit still happen anyway than for you to just tell yeah. him up front because trump's gonna do the bullshit anyway because that's what the base wants he just ain't telling you you're gonna look around and all your rights gonna be gone but you rather you and, and that's that's what kills me about a lot of uh, people, maybe because I'm older or just conscious, just tell me the fuck what you mean and let me decide from there. You ain't got to sugarcoat anything. You got to worry about my feelings. Tell me what the fuck you mean so there won't be no tricks. But you can also tell that um, 
they know they fucked up because the account that put it up took the took this video down and it was a pro desantis account like it was like uh something elephant u.s proud elephant u.s so it was a pro republican desantis twitter account and it went so bad they took the shit down because they fucked up they they you're never supposed to give away the game Mm -hmm. you know that was the thing about trump is that he just lied to you everybody know what he wants to do but he gave uh, a certain type of person enough plausible deniability that it could be like nah he said he's gonna do this and you're like that there's nothing about that man that says he would do that well he said it and you're like but he lies all the time but it gives me a way for me to if i'm supporting him it gives me a way to support him because i just choose to believe the lie every time i'm as shocked as you i mean he did say it he was trying i don't know what happened you're like okay that's what's happening here yeah and and the thing that that kills me about uh the democrats the other side is they will say stuff without being as blunt kind of like trump even though they're quote-unquote not lying they just be like well we're gonna do this so we're gonna call it this and we're not gonna flat say what it is and niggas be like that's not enough niggas be like why are you lying to me why didn't you quote unquote tell me the truth because they know how white people are certain things if you just flat say what it is you're gonna have pushback and they understand that and they mm-hmm. want to get shit done but the other side is like lie to me lie i don't give a fuck i'm gonna vote for you anyway well i don't even think it's about lie to me i don't think they feel lied to i think this is the rare exception that they are that we're talking about today where, where a group of republicans felt lied to i think the vast majority of them understand he's lying and don't care right you know like like i like i said to me that's where i think us as democratic voters could use some of that you know we don't i don't i don't need you to have a divisive slogan about the police Mm -mm. if you're gonna get in office and move the funding around so that the police are funded less and i got to be catchy then, then i don't care if you marched or you held held up the sign that does i like the work you do not the this is not a fan club it's a it's you know it's a movement and i think and i think the republicans understand that implicitly like Mm -hmm. this is not a fan club it's a movement so yeah i'm a christian evangelical and i don't believe this that and the other and no i don't care that you pay for eight abortions no i don't care you're accused of sexual assault no i don't care that you are on the record as cheating on your wife i don't care because i know you're lying and the lies are not what's getting me to vote for you the real truth is you're going to enact the white supremacist things i believe correct that is the only thing that matters to me whether how you do it don't care Mm -mm. and i think that's that's you know what's happening and i think desantis is trying to do a trump thing he just gave away he gave away the game by being honest and saying it actually was about hating lgbtq people if think about this if he puts this same ad out but he doesn't say lgbt it's about lgbt people i'm gonna be hard on lgbtq people if instead he changes the wording to i'm gonna protect our kids and keeps everything else about policy the same these people that are upset with him would have kept fucking with him and they and ultimately my in my heart of hearts i still believe they still gonna vote for him yes they are so i don't even trust their outrage so what you hollering and crying and and wailing about yeah i don't see these people as like victims i just feel like you're 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 like the like this ironically it's like that dave Chappelle joke where like you're you were in on the heist and you just didn't like your cut you know you didn't like your cut 
uh christian baker's case sent back to the lower court in light of the anti-lgbtq supreme court ruling so we had that supreme court ruling where they made it legal to say as an artist you don't have to take on clients that are gay so like there there was a you know we talked about on the show but just as a quick recap a woman made up a fake everything there was nobody asking her to do shit she said what if i had a website building business and some gay people asked me to build them a gay wedding website even though i can't produce the gay people that supposedly asked me this right they took this shit to the supreme motherfucking court on on a, based on off a, of nothing on a hypothetical and she won because that's what those fucking needle dick republicans have been waiting to do is to rule on this shit and be like Mm-mm. and so because of that ruling saying you don't have to essentially gay people's rights are not protected under the constitution essentially what they're saying right because the because if you would have said anything else if you said i don't believe in interracial marriage and they would have said no you you, absolutely not you can you got to serve those people but trust that's on the table i hear what you're saying but i'm just saying if they would have said that those republicans they they carved out in their language like well that's different the same thing they do with like uh with affirmative action oh the military well that's different you know like they just it's there's no rhyme or reason other than we have the power to do this right Mm -hmm. and so my point being this person won on this hypothetical well if y'all remember the christian baker who didn't want to bake a wedding cake for a gay couple um and ended up losing or stalling out at the supreme court level now this case may come back bitch what right um and this court has been ruling for a minute now especially during the pandemic religious freedom aka the right to discriminate is they're ruling on the side of the right to discriminate you know like it's hey if your religion said like if your religion says you don't got to take the vaccine even though we can't find a single fucking thing because vaccines weren't invented so we can't find a single fucking thing in your bible that says don't take the vaccine but you tell us that that's a religious belief we're gonna rule in your favor yeah unless you better be christian yeah now these other religions will right i haven't veto against that shit i haven't seen any muslim cases go to supreme court but who knows right but yeah anyway so the point being this shit may come back and we may have some even more loss of rights for uh lgbtq people you know mm-hmm. yeah you can have a public fucking public serving business and you can discriminate against gay people i i i i know there's people that that think that's not that's somehow just like well at least they know i'm telling you that's not a good precedent it's mm-hmm. it's it's as silly as thinking it was better for america when racist people could be like no you can't sit at the woolworth county and you know and i know there's some people out there that think serious like they really i don't think they truly have the vision to completely live in the context of what i'm saying like to completely live up to their word and go segregation was good and it was better for us and i like it i hope it comes back they think that they believe that but they don't they they either are not very intellectual well-read um or they just really don't have the imagination they just like to to grandstand right but you hear that sometimes from people Mm -hmm. my point being when they say that kind of shit they'll then go at least you knew who everybody was and if they didn't like you they just didn't like you 
that's not good no it is not that's not a good thing we can't just leave leave everyone up to the whims of if a motherfucking racist somehow got the job they just get to decide for everybody that they not doing shit that's crazy and i and i don't under, think people understand the fucking chaos that that can represent the people right. and the, whim, the just the whims of it we talk all the times about shit where like a person gets a, a prescribed like birth control from their doctor and just some random fucking pharmacist that might be the only pharmacist in the town can tell some woman no right and, and it's like what's it based on i'm just religious and i don't want to do it we can't allow that kind of autonomy for people at work when it comes to discrimination we this is not practicing your religion this is you failing to do the fucking job you can't just say shit like that and be like well well fuck them if they die they die like that's what's that's what bothers me about it and um i'm not even gonna do the slippery slope argument everyone knows the slippery slope argument i'm saying even if it stopped right here and we were guaranteed nobody else's rights but just gay people people in same-sex relationships would be the ones affected it still would be fucking wrong right it's still fucked up so it is yeah so this case gonna come back all this shit is coming back because the supreme court is like you know fly us out we we open for business italy that's not america Mm -mm. italy begins stripping lesbian mothers of their parental rights what yep in conjunction with its crackdown on the rights of same-sex parents the italian government has begun retroactively stripping same-sex parents of their legal connection to their children so what are they gonna do is come and take the kids so now y'all gonna have a bunch of kids with no parents y'all gonna just flood the system with kids uh michelle michaela lady told the daily mail that's not the source for this that's a i'm on lgbtq nation but whatever um that she cried for 10 days after receiving a letter informing her that she would be removed from her daughter's birth certificate it was (gasps) as if i did not exist her and her wife viola are reportedly one of the first three lesbian couples to have their children's birth certificates changed after the country's right-wing movement announced in march that the state agencies should no longer register the children of same-sex couples this is and so this isn't just american problem the retroactiveness the let's slide back everything is cool let's just chill out and then the other part of the country is like "Mm, that's not cool we want to make italy great again and now you're fucked man so yeah that's that's wild yeah that that's really fucked up because now you're going to be devastating families and i don't know how their stuff goes but you're going to probably affect life insurance policies yeah. now you're going to fix schooling not like it's more shit to that now it's legal rights you know my child gets sick all of a sudden i might not be able to go in there and see them it's a lot of shit that goes on behind you just wiping somebody's name off the paper and how does this help the kid right it's fuck them kids that's what you said but every time y'all talk around y'all talk about we doing it for the kids you don't care about the kids it's because it's stupid uh same-sex civil unions have been legal in the country since 2016 shit that's that's behind us that's that's way behind uh same-sex couples do not have a right to adopt uh thanks in part to opposition from the catholic church because they can't mind their business they're like listen if you're gonna adopt these kids who gonna get to fuck them we not and and the worst thing we see coming in the fucking um in the fucking uh church is when we see uh parental guardians of course they against that and what's so fucked up about this 
is that we even read an article where lgbtq couples you know who they go get children with disabilities they get a lot of black and brown kids like like they get kids that most yeah. people they get older children they get the ones that the average straight couple though we don't want that all, them. The, all the christians who claim they're gonna adopt all the kids the ones they they reject the ones yes. they leave at the the ones they leave at the orphanage yeah mm-hmm it's 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 fucking ridiculous man but it, but that just tells you it's not about the kids no it's about punishing gay people making examples of them uh republican attorney generals demand that the biden administration allow them to keep access to out-of-state medical records bitch why well let me tell you ma'am it's because they want to enforce their draconian anti-abortion laws and part of the enforcement they're passing laws that they can't enforce stuff like if you go to another state and get an abortion and come back we're gonna throw you in jail well how the fuck can they know that because if i'm in another state it ain't your business and according to the the way the the supreme court low-key punted on the on it because they didn't they rolled back they rolled back the federal protections but then they said it's up to the states but then the states being like we're gonna punish you for stuff well if i go to a state where it's legal it ain't your goddamn business Mm-mm. and the only way you can punish me is if you know i did it and you get proof and you get records well where are you gonna get that from you would get it from the state i went to but guess what the state i went to if they're doing abortions they ain't republican and they definitely ain't supporting your ass and sending you a goddamn thing so right. now now republicans do want some federal oversight when it comes to women's uh right to choose and the oversight they want is tell us they had an abortion so we can put them in jail when they get back home yep attorney generals of 19 states sent a letter to biden demanding access to the private medical records of citizens who cross state lines to access abortion services or gender affirming care and this is one of the things where uh i know i sound like a broken record mm-hmm. but bitch well, fuck you break it down then. yeah fuck you if you look me in my face and tell me vote don't matter fuck mm-hmm. you like 100 percent suck my dick because it does not make sense how dare you tell me voting don't matter how dare you tell me that 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 these things from 2016 didn't matter how dare you look me in my face talk about uh uh, ch- uh what about her emails how dare you look me in my face talking about earn my vote or what you know and and also like all voting is local so like this isn't just because what happens is that when you say voting most people just think president it just is what it is most most people don't even fucking vote in the off cycle election Mm -mm, but the most important ones what republicans realize is that those are the most important ones yes and so they never stop voting local and so now your state is asking for your personal medical records even if you leave the state because they want that absolute power and control over your body it's 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 really wild but basically so they said you're pregnant you're gonna have that baby we don't give a fuck here's the thing i'm i'm saying though right now we have an administration in in office that was gonna tell these people to go fuck themselves right what what are we doing next november what are we doing next november because it's that close it's that close if it was not a democrat president right now if if it wasn't they would say yes and and every woman that went to or every person who went to another state to get an abortion 
would probably be going to jail when they got home to their red state regardless of why they did it yeah regardless because some of these draconian laws won't even allow for like medical procedures to save a a pregnant person's life so uh i think i think we know where this is going you know um all right uh let's move on to some other news and play some of this transition music um and we'll do some regular ass news field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well so set a limit when you gamble and stick to it want more helpful tips like this go to keepitfunohio.com for games quizzes and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand all right let's talk about it uh my girl no name is in the news what happened what's up first of all when's the last time no name's been in the news for some music it's been a while just some pure it's just been like a while since i heard her name period we living in the age of the woman hip-hop artist okay mm-hmm. so many the girls are doing so well you can't even keep, keep up it's it, so many it's hard to keep up it's so fucking many new one popping up every day they, they you got the two new girls that be running through everything y'all know the ones i'm talking about i'm about to send again i'll be like i don't i i, I don't where did they come from okay okay i'm like mm-hmm. and i listen to the new music i listen to the new music and even i was like who was well we lose the control it's so many and i love it i love it i love that i can listen to like Flo millie and libra jolie i okay, love I that say, shit. it's probably a bop if i hear i love that shit i love i love that there's so fucking many but no name typically we only hear about her twitter stuff you know she had one song where she dissed j cole and then i think people i I mean i've been saying it on the show the whole time like this is definitely one of those ride was right moments but um i've i've always been like people don't really support her because when it comes time to just listen to her music go buy her music go to her concerts black people don't you doing it on twitter it's easy you retweet somebody that don't mean shit people at universal fan con thought they had 10 million tickets sold because twitter make you feel like uh, we'll do it and then when it's time to sell some tickets twitter be like man that's i gotta leave my house tweeting is easy i'm just on my phone on the toilet this is right. you talking about catching a plane so no name struggles with the music side but we never really you know we never get to hear it and i of all the people am probably to listen to most no name music out this bitch like you more than me i listen to it because it's like a mellow kind of laid back music and i like it and i i don't have an issue with her music at all but i i think she's kind of youngish and got caught up being hyper online and so you know and then she did a lot of virtue signaling and shaming all these other artists and stuff and that's like okay everybody has a day this is the fan base recording well today 
it's the motherfucking day so no name has a new song coming out uh it's got jay electronica on it okay and now she's threatening to withhold her own upcoming album because she don't like the criticism she got from her own upcoming fans i call them upcoming fans because a lot of these niggas didn't buy no records yet uh in a series of tweets won't it is that's what you said in a series of tweets she dropped on friday july 14th the song 33 artist hit back at critics who dared to take her to task for balloons which features the controversial rapper jay electronica and is scheduled to drop july 21st uh niggas legit rap about actual murder and sexual assault that they commit in real life and y'all can't take a jay elect verse she wrote in one tweet please drink water and be safe out here praying hands emoji i'll see y'all when my album drops in a few weeks sending love and prayers oh okay okay that should have been the end later she wrote well it wasn't the end karen that's why we're here (laughs) (laughs) i think she deleted her account uh then later she wrote please drink water wait hold on please drink water and be safe out here praying has oh wait no i'm sorry and then later she wrote been seeing a lot of critiques about my choice to include jay on my song if you disagree with his political and religious beliefs that's fine but to compare him to hitler a man responsible for the extermination of millions is wild as fuck to me it's truly not that deep now it's not that deep everything she done up to this point it's been that deep like when other artists tried to be like it ain't that deep she was like no it's that deep when it was j cole it was that deep when it was talia quality it was that deep it was we coming after you there's nothing you can say bad faith everywhere right uh so then she said oh the song because uh the song for show coming out lol the album is another story i'm good on the selective outrage not her saying selective outrage anyways hip-hop is in a great place right now another no-name album ain't really necessary okay that's kind of a self own but i'm about to say do you want to be an artist or what like i you know karen like which because because everything you're doing is anti making money like i don't comprehend what you're doing you know what that is a great point do you want to be an artist because she's threatened she's talked about how much she didn't like performing her songs because they're Mm -hmm. very personal they're very black very pro-black and she didn't like she had put a a screed on twitter a a long long time ago about how she didn't like how it was mostly white people showing up to her shows Mm -hmm. and when people was like well maybe people just only got a certain amount of money maybe the people just didn't want to come to like they they went to a different show or something but she was like if they can go to little boosie show they could go to my show so they're choosing not to spend the money to go to my shows because they go to other people's shows yeah, and the thing is you have to look at who when i perform and the thing is once you make art you can't control who likes it mm-hmm. okay period and also it's one of those things too to where i hate to be like this if niggas fuck with your music they would show up yeah and it's one of those things where we can fuck with your music and still streaming and all that stuff but also you and bootsy ain't actually targeting the same audience right so it's it's like that's what people were saying comparing you're saying the two don't make sense well you're saying a lot of stuff that people were saying but i think you know one we're speculating we don't know this person mm-hmm. on a personal level so mm-hmm. this is a pure speculation on my part it can be totally different but to me it feels like one you make art you make art you make it for black people 
you want black people to show up it's like if we had a live show and the audience was uh 80 percent white i'm not saying i would be like like man what my like i I would be like oh that's that's the audience i don't I, care okay, i didn't know that you know so i can see that there's a feeling of disconnection i think also once again speculating that's where the overcompensation on twitter comes into because what i think black twitter is and was for a lot of people is this connection in a space that is virtual when you are not getting so much connection in a space that is physical and in this case i'm not saying no name black woman from chicago doesn't have black people in her space that's right. not what i'm saying what i'm saying is a certain type of black person it's easier to find them online mm-hmm. it's easier for them to support you online because they don't have to leave the house they mm-hmm. don't even have to get off and their you're phone. not requiring them to do anything right. extra and so you can find something there and she kind of like oh, almost overcorrected to the like i'm black y'all and i'm black y'all and i'm black at their black and i'm black y'all and so she started going and all the other black people and what they doing wrong how they ain't shit mm-hmm. and now it's your turn because you cultivated this online audience of black folks that are very other black people ain't shit if you ain't perfect fuck you you got to do everything the right way all the time every time you cultivated that and i remember saying when we talked about her a long time ago it was like she just sounds young yeah yeah i think all young people on the internet kind of do the same shit and i don't mean she's like 21 or whatever Mm -hmm. but like I mean, I was thirty something still doing this kind of shit and being like, "Oh, why? Why am I so miserable all the time?" It's like, cause I'm out here courting miserable people and being in miserable company like misery motherfucking do. Right, and it's also one of those things where, particularly online, and particularly we're gonna talk about break it, break it small to Twitter. It is a small percentage of the black population that's hyperactive and very loud. They do not represent the populace. And so a lot of times they'll have people thinking things that's not the reality of when they right. step outside and when they get off their phones. And they they traffic in bad faith interpretations of people. Mm-hmm. And she was one of the main people that did that, by the way. So it's kind of some chickens coming home to roost shit because she could have let people slide. But she was like talking shit about Kendrick and J. Cole, people that we know care about black folks that care about the community. Maybe they not perfect, but we but but you don't doubt their heart like you're not sitting around like oh these motherfuckers and she's like calling motherfuckers capitalist and they, everybody that don't agree with her is the worst type of nigga in the world and i was literally talking to somebody today about this and i'm like my life has been better and i refuse to let motherfuckers drag me into this shit my life has been better since i just started giving a lot of black people the benefit of the fucking doubt yes. and pe- people in general for the record not just only black people but especially black people because if i feel like if your heart is in the right place maybe we won't get there at the same time maybe we won't have the same trip maybe there's gonna be some areas we disagree but what i'm fucking done doing is being like this three percent of things we disagree on that's all you are to me you know like especially when it's not rooted in like like some some form of bigotry it's just like no i think uh you know i think we shouldn't do this way and i think we should do it this like i if someone said i think we should boycott um uh hbo max and i go yeah i don't don't think you have to i'm not gonna be like this motherfucker think i gotta boycott hbo max fuck this nigga i'm gonna be like no they they just want to try a different tactic maybe they'll get enough people and they'll be figure something out that i can't i don't know right and 
just my personality online and offline i uh, put like this unless you do something or say something to show me something then i'll respond to that accordingly but i'm like you because my life is too i got too much shit to do to be concerned unless you show me otherwise what i find is that the kind of person that truly you need to look out for because they're like this very surreptitious insidious type of person they typically do enough shit where you are like oh yeah that motherfucker right there has a lot of bad shit going on i don't fuck with them and everybody sees it yeah but but like there's a lot of people that like they look for it they need it they Mm -hmm. they're waiting for the one thing that this person does to jump in their shit so the the couple of things i noticed when when we were going through the no-name shit the first time was one the internet support shit isn't real new and it's fickle it'll flip on your ass in a second and they Mm -hmm. flip they threw her under the bus all the shit she's ever said to please these niggas and i absolutely believe that's what was happening everything she said to look great online to this group of people has gone gone out the window because she made one collaboration with with an artist they didn't fuck with and i'm not saying they're wrong for not fucking with the artist but you would like to think you don't just go fuck this girl she ain't shit you you would like to think that you go oh maybe she made a mistake or maybe she doesn't know or maybe she has a different point of view and and but 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 she'll come come back to this we'll call her in gently well no they threw her in the fucking trash because these people aren't really supporting you it's this is the thing i'm talking about with social media all the time when you start living for social media and living for the whims of these people these people are not good people collectively they're not good people individually they might be straight but collectively it's very much about just pylons and movements and whims and fitting into the in group and if that means we're harassing the person today that we had their back yesterday then that's just what the fuck has got to be because this is how we're entertaining ourselves for the next few hours yep. and they don't care Something about these people the machine they don't care about these people's well-being they don't care about their humanity it's all content to them and so this shit was content her tweeting because they engage with her tweets more than her songs the songs ain't fucking out yet they don't even know what the nigga said but but they're already engaging in like oh you got to perform for us now so she made these tweets um and then the other uh stuff she tweeted was um my nigga is rap it's a rap you know how many niggas compare themselves to anything for a punchline because someone brought up well how about the fact that jay electronica calls himself j dolph hitler j dolph spitler the rap hitler in one of his songs and she was like oh it's just it's a rap he just comparing himself like it's just a punchline y'all gonna are y'all being for real y'all about to hate my album i make some comparisons myself a couple similes and whatnot shit wow so she's reducing it like she doesn't know meanwhile if that would have been a line kendrick would have said three years ago she would have been telling us he he just told us his real shit is about being hitler but since this is her capitalism this is her chance to make that money now that shit don't matter and that's the wild part you can't keep up your own image because you built it on some bullshit you weren't no one could and i think a lot of that shit just be jealousy i'm mad that kendrick got a pipeline straight to the black community i'm mad that j cole is seen as a conscious black man especially with some of his points of views and shit i don't like that 
you know what i mean <laughs> it's that simple you know uh because she was trying to say j cole doesn't do nothing for for the community and you're like that's not true not true at all you don't have to like them you don't even have to but agree with them but it's not true uh sir you're talking to a, a woman who was oh wait let me see what the quote tweet is someone said ma'am i get it but he also adores Farrakhan and avidly supports his views. I personally still fuck with his shit, but downplaying the optics because similes is being obtuse. Imagine if a white rapper said, I'm King Leopold to these rappers. You let it slide? She replied, Sir, you're talking to a woman rapper who's a fan of hip hop. So many rappers rap about raping women, like really graphic detail versus about raping women. I still manage with my tiny brain to understand that raps are indeed raps, whether I like them all or not this is completely 180 from what she was saying before like she was going in on niggas for their raps it was not just raps any then um wait till y'all find out some of my cousins and uncles is nation of islam and i love them too like with my whole heart nation of islam be fucking the woke people online up i don't know what to tell y'all like farrakhan it really fuck them up because like they shit on a lot of people and they talk about like if you do blank you ain't really an ally and how can you kick it with this and do this? and then a photo op with farrakhan come up all up in the video all up in the picture if that would have been some white person taking a picture with some white bigot we'd be like i knew this motherfucker was i told you the whole time but farrakhan somehow we decided to give him a pass and and claim him at the same time but admonish anyone else who has any links to somebody we don't like i don't get it uh okay this shit is blowing me now i have my critiques of the noi myself but bro what nazis were murdering people maybe i personally did a song with jay elect to alienate my white fans maybe i did it because he's my favorite rapper because i'm black and got bigger fish to fry i don't know yeah that that's the thing like they don't like the comparison to the nazis because this is what people always do with the nation islam they'll be like well they don't have any real power it's like first of all the power is very um power depends on the context mm-hmm. because if you're a gay person and you're muslim they do have some power over your life if that's your community so you know you can't say that just because they can't start a war like the germans doesn't mean that they're suddenly harmless Powerless, right and also like big just because the bigotry is not big enough doesn't necessarily mean that it has no impact or that it's now okay you know and if that was the case then why don't you spread that to everything you can't be like dave Chappelle is the reason trans people get beat up but but the but but black people who are homophobic in a religious context are not that doesn't even make sense so it's you're trying to have it both ways and in this case it's sad because it's so nakedly transparent that it's just here's my career rap move this is my money make this is how i make my money hey guys cut the morals off for a second it's time for mama to check, cash a check you know because any other time it was everybody else's fault they got to have their morals 100 percent all the time she says now do i need to respond to negativity no but when i occasionally do it's because i'm human and that's okay which is she just talking to herself uh speaking of jay electronica's controversy isn't entirely unearned back in 2020 became the nick cannon's defense when the multi-hyphenate made remarks that were deemed anti-semitic when he called a renowned rabbi a coward and a devil according to a okay player then back in january of last year he sparked more controversy when he got a tattoo in honor of the controversial nation of islam leader mr minister farrakhan on his face 
the work of the london-based tattoo artist olivier tattoo the tattoo features the name farrakhan and script font and sits above jay electronica's left eyebrow the new orleans native posted a close-up of his face tat on instagram and uh soundtrack by his and west side guns hitler wears hermes uh whereas i think it's hermes hitler wears hermes eight side b collection free cutter uh as my sweet mother would say well son fuck him jay electronic rose a caption um so yeah he, then they go into mr farrakhan's homophobic stuff getting banned from facebook and instagram shit like that um so yeah this is just one of those things where i think she got caught up being hyper online and the chickens always come home to roost you cannot trust these online people are not a real audience or fan base Mm -mm. because i think it's a very human thing like obviously it's it's karma because you were not allowing for other people to be human right you were, you were coming down on everybody like they need to be perfect particularly if you cater towards a certain type of audience yeah but okay that happened you also created an audience that doesn't allow for that because the the way you act is the way your audience picks up on how to act too of course the reason the blackout tip has the best fans in all of podcasting Mm -hmm. because we they're reflecting the way we engage with content with people with each other if this is a podcast where we got on here and argued and disrespected each other, our audience would do the same. Yes. If this is a podcast where every episode we had to have a thing to be upset with somebody about, our audience, angry ass audience. our audience would be that. You reflect that. You know what I mean? Um, if we were beefing with other podcasts all the time, we will, our audience would reflect that, you know? Mm-hmm. And in her case, the audience she cultivated online is one that just has no leeway for people's humanity. No, they don't. And so they're not having any for her because at the end of the day, technically she didn't even do shit. It's, it, you know, like she kind of can, I, I think she low key kind of confessed to some shit with this whole, like my, my best friends in the nation is I'm like, okay, you, I don't know what you're trying to prove at this point, mm-hmm. but she didn't even really do shit they're tagging his shit onto her like how could you even work with him you know well she could have just put the link out not replied to anybody and move the fuck on yeah because honestly all the time you know who she should have mirrored kendrick because she talked all that shit about kendrick kendrick hasn't said a word to this day mm-hmm. Ken, what, so it can be done what do you say rich nigga broke phone like he just like all right fry me then I, you're not gonna catch me on a bad day on twitter trying to engage these niggas they just gonna have to not like the things i'll be saying and see you next album it, maybe you'll understand it then maybe you won't that's the only job i got is to make the album that's it uh but yeah um she also said one of the biggest mistakes i believe we made in our struggle towards liberation in this country is allowing white america unfiltered access to our entire culture white america has created an institution of violent policing and medical neglect that is killing us every fucking day and every day we get on their platforms tiktok twitter etc we create trans music art and language that they turn into billions and i guess she said this on social media it's like i said she's she's human she's human okay after pointing out that she believes social media is sometimes manipulated by law enforcement officials no name called out the apathetic attitude white consumers seem to have when it comes to music about the plight of living or or the struggle to make it out i mean them the ones that come to your concert though so you know they, they they fucking with something they're hearing you know 
uh but this is the thing i'll say and i said this the whole time and i mean it the whole time at the end of the day man i'm more concerned about like her as a fucking person i don't like mm-hmm. I, I like her music but if, if she really did need to not put her album out and shit because she can't handle the fact that the fan base she has the interaction she has online is kind of a toxic environment it's a positive toxic environment meaning like it's still toxic but they think they're heroes or whatever i can see not putting the album out man like it's it seems like it's more stressed than it than anything you know and or maybe this is that thing that happens you know a lot of people have these come to jesus moment you get quote unquote canceled and then all of a sudden you start making a whole lot of fucking sense because it's like once yeah, you get we've seen a lot yeah. of people be on the other side of the of the drag because the thing about dragging is whether or not you like it or not it's either dragging or harassment depending on what side of the of it you fall on and we've i know me and you have been online long enough where we've seen people start things get big get dragged and then they were never the same which means they started separating themselves they started changing things around them they started getting more positive like like we've seen that they started reflecting more they started having more common sense and uh, and for the biggest part of them you know a lot of them start doing cutting their time off the online and 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 doing shit offline and, and talking about shit offline and not sharing as much of themselves online you know and there's nothing wrong with that it has to be a balance and people need to find out what their balance is because the the thing is nobody knows what their limit is until you cross that limit and nobody knows what their threshold is till you cross the threshold and once you cross the threshold you be like okay i've had enough but it has to be crossed before you know it yeah i i think that's definitely true and it's why some of my favorite content is by people that have been on both sides of that part of the culture mm-hmm. the i'm trying to attack people for not being liberal or woke enough or you know i'm virtual signaling that i'm better than them and whatever that comes from because i think a lot of that impulse to dim someone else's light comes from a type of jealousy mm-hmm. that is buried deep down in people i don't even know that they're aware of it but it's like why do you have the reach that i would like to have you know what i would do if i had your reach i would do this and it's like well you don't have that you have what you have just handle your business that's what I'm- it really shouldn't matter what this person is doing because nope. The people that listen to you, listen to you. People that listen to them, listen to them. And there ain't shit you can do about it. There's nothing bad you can say about them that will get those people to truly go, oh, I'm going to listen to you out of a good place. Um, so that's that's a major thing for, for to me is like, like even when she was going on on Kendrick and J. Cole, I was like, she just wishes she had that pull and that connect. She thinks if she had that, it would solve everything. It won't, mm-hmm. but that's what she thinks you know um because the internal internal struggles don't change just because your situation changes yeah so you know i hope i really do hope that she'll be all right because i hadn't heard much from her in, in a while but it's, it's all just because she hasn't she hasn't said much like it's it's not because of music shit it's just she hasn't said much so um but and i just you know this cycle is coming and this is why my favorite content is people that's been canceled because you did all the attacking you got attacked and now you actually have perspective because now you know how it feels and all those people now i'm like oh yeah put that in my veins like i'll go listen to a youtube person that got canceled i love that Mm -hmm. i'll listen to podcasts after someone get i love it i'm like yes because because now they're like fuck i was doing that to people and i see how fucked up it was a lot of times they don't have full self-awareness like of of like 
seeing the through line of like i shouldn't have been doing this shit but 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 a lot of times they do and i yeah. like to hear that mm-hmm. and i remember this been years ago uh when we had did the uh podcast in seattle and one of the dudes he was a podcaster i don't remember his name but he was like on one of like a big huge podcast it was a white dude and he was talking about social media and he was basically talking about how uh the human mind isn't designed for all this input it's income 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 it's like overwhelming you know he you know if i'm not mistaken he talked about you know being dragged and interacting with people and things like that and i just thought at that time i i understood but then i didn't understand i understood because at the time a lot of the shit he was talking about was almost was kind of fairly new for the internet and so it's one of those things where like you say his perspective was different because he had quote unquote been on the other side of hundred possibly thousands of people at him and coming at him so your perspective your perspective change you have more understanding for people in humanity and you're less likely to not that you won't get in their shit but you're less likely to be as hard and as harsh as somebody that has never been on the receiving end of a dragon on social media because it's real easy and it's fun to pick up the torches and say burn them burn them burn them burn them burn them when you feel when you feel like you never have a chance of being on the stake well also if you're a person that participates in that shit um you think the internet is more powerful than it is on social media and it really will haunt you you know like one of the things disconnecting from those type of movements and stuff and one of the reasons i feel like our podcast sounds unique one of the reasons i feel like sometimes people can't really relate to some of the stuff we're saying or they they just is when you are in that matrix we sound we are the ones who sound crazy to be like it really ain't that big a deal um and and a lot of times just people be wrong because a mass group of people is just very rarely right it's just it is what it is uh we have a lot of time of human history we can look back on and see what i'm talking about but yes um the point being like uh a lot of times i may err too much on the side of like man give a nigga a chance i'm it's no reason to be that mean or that down on somebody but it keeps me sane but it also teaches it also teaches me like or shows those are the values i want in life and i think those are the values a lot of us would be better off having if instead of like our immediate like we need to get this person out of here if we were able to be like maybe this person is making a mistake and they'll learn from it and that's gonna be okay like it's gonna be okay because because i think world because if you're a fan of hers and, and a genuine fan right to me it seems like you probably she's probably making a mistake and it'll be all right but if you attack this person they probably are gonna get defensive and it probably is gonna get worse and she seemed to be the kind of person that because she's been the boogeyman she believed in the boogeyman but the lesson that should have been learned the first time was you see how kendrick didn't even respond or care and he's doing just fucking fine that because you don't got to respond these niggas be mad hey i got a song with jay electronica coming out fuck you bitch all right well let me log off uh don't no need to see all this shit yeah. uh, i'll let you know when the song drops like it's yeah. no need to engage people you're not gonna change their mind Mm-mm. and they're getting content out of you performing this upsetness and this anger with them and at the end of the day the thing you don't realize is they don't fucking matter 
they're not buying your albums they're not really supporting you in the first place they're not showing up to the concert why the fuck are they important why are they keeping you up at night why is it bothering you why you know if these are things that because she ended up deleting her account and stuff which you know could be her taking that lesson or it could be they got to me so bad but a lot of times it's like it's kind of good to go through like the time on the internet where people are coming at your neck only so you can come out on the other side like that sh- i'm alive and that w- it, whatever yeah it, <laughs> it it causes people to prioritize and i've said this before and i said again people want it both ways because they talk shit about you if you say something they talk shit about you if you don't everybody won't know your business but yet they tell you why you tell them your business all 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 out of the same mouth for a lot of people look at that girl who got kidnapped uh, allegedly or whatever i don't know all the rules and all the details that's why we ain't really even talking about it but wait you know you have no idea what i'm talking about okay all right i have no idea how that's possible the black woman that she saw a baby on the side of the road supposedly got out of her car got abducted was missing for like 48 hours the biggest it was on all the news all the things ah, what the hell i been no <sighs> all right well she's back home uh she showed up at her front doorstep they they they, they, they haven't talked to her like the police or anything um she's getting a medical evaluate a medical evaluation her family okay. said she got kidnapped and was fighting for her life for 48 hours blah 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 mm-hmm. my point being on like saturday everybody in the fucking world was throwing up a prayer mm-hmm. she actually did somehow make it home instead of people being like hallelujah it was a miracle they're like how like you just showed up mm-hmm. like bitch you lying justice Smollett means all this shit my point being this you that's why you can't look let the internet be a real place Mm -mm. you just can't because it's too fickle and it and you would think if like one two things you would think one we're gonna find out that's what the fucking eventually it just it'll take time but that's what the fucking job is police got a job to do if it's some bullshit just like jesse smollett ain't no need to be first you know it's not like you get an extra prize for being like i never believed her you don't you know but then the second part of it is if she's telling the truth how are you i prayed for her blah 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 how are you helping now mentally with the anguish for her and her family when your first thing is suspicion yeah yeah like that's not a human reaction you would have in real life like right. if i like if, if if someone i knew and loved went missing for 48 hours or not even if i knew him if a friend had a family member that went missing i only know the friend i don't know the person missing Mm -hmm. and i show up to let's say it was justin i show up to justin's house to support him like oh your wife went missing for 48 hours you know what i'm not gonna fucking say and not uh any motherfucker in person's gonna say man i think she might be lying would you think she she was out there fucking around on you like you're not gonna say that Mm -mm because you're a fucking human with empathy you're gonna sit right in that person's face and if you think that she you're gonna keep it to your motherfucking self the way you supposed to and hope that that's not what happened and figure out we'll find out one day if at all and you go the fuck back home because it really was never your business in the first place that's what the fuck is supposed to happen but with it being twitter social media these aren't real people to us right their stories their content so then we're saying shit like ha 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 jesse smollett we don't know anything we don't know enough to have anything but questions even even if everything happened the way she said it happened or the way we were told it happened 
we don't have anything but questions that's it there's nothing to discuss here but getting mad at each other and that's fine and it's also uh one of the things to where how can i say this online posting is currency like 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 currency attention is currency so for a lot of them they like i wasted all my time tweeting and talking about you for two days and your ass showed up like for a lot of them they you know they might not say this but they was like nothing tragic happened so now all my content gone so i'm i'm turning around i'm getting angry at you because you literally gave me nothing else to talk about right. like like that like that's literally why a lot i feel not everybody but a lot of people are responding like that because like you said that's not a realistic response right so i just like i said it's just this is the environment that so many people are trying to navigate and you're looking around and it's like are is this a thing we're even supposed to be doing are these a group of people we we want to please that are edifying our life because a lot of cases it just feels like it's a slippery downhill slope the whole way and a lot of these people are they'll throw you under the bus so quick so um uh yeah so i just thought that was an interesting story Mm -hmm. uh let's move into some other news we're gonna talk for a while maybe we'll do some um i'm gonna do some fucking with black people i think that would be cool um there we go all right ebro he is a i guess radio personality hot 97 okay talks about hip-hop no one in new york Hmm? yeah new york hot 97 it's it's interesting because like it doesn't seem like people think ebro is black but i also don't know oh i don't know what his race is well i know you don't know you don't even know who he is until (laughs) i just said him uh but if you put in if you put in um is ebro it auto populates with white so somebody been googling that and been doing like is he yeah i don't know his race Mm uh okay born to a black american father and a white jewish mother in berkeley california so i think that counts as black those are the rules that's what i hear so i'm gonna say he black uh but every time some shit come up where he talking about hip-hop and race i just see everyone on twitter asking is he even black so i like i said i don't know i don't know how he identifies all that shit but i just uh the slavery one drop rule has never done me wrong okay that's what i said <laughs> listen white folks was in a bag they was in a brown paper bag test that day ah, yes, they were. when they came up with that shit okay uh but yeah ebro darden recently called out drake for never saying anything about black issues following drake's diss towards childish gambino song this is america during his performance at the it's all a blur tour on july 12th hot 97's ebro darden discussed how drake never speaks about black issues while conversing with nadesca alexis and low-key on apple music's rap life review series in the clip which can be seen below the three hosts oh so you can you go to a cemetery oh wait just seven minutes wait is this the clip well it won't be seen below uh (laughs) (laughs) 
it can be seen below the three hosts of the series spoke about drake's shade towards childish gambino uh 2018 single uh during drizzy set the all a blur tour chicago's united center by the 1923 market of video ebro darden expressed that drake has yet to take a stand for justice oh, okay all right let's see it told me the minute mark that was a shot so let me uh to get to the 19 minute mark um see if, if this maybe helps let's see we never, right, because you might not like the song mm-hmm. you might not think the song is well written right. or whatever but it was important at the time and it made people feel something about social commentary and obviously i'm biased because i like when an artist can do that i don't know how i feel about drake who has never shown up and y'all know i'm the biggest drake van on this show drake has never shown up to have anything to say about anything going on in society. all right first of all hold up this is my first time really looking at ebro y'all didn't think this dude was black he don't look he looked black to me maybe i'm tripping but he like a light he's like a, he light like a light-skinned black man yeah, same by same complexion maybe it's that new york shit where, where people be like i'm not black i'm dominican he's like nigga the melanin is telling the truth don't lie to yourself maybe that's what it was anyway uh but then the second thing is i love we come full circle uh, we really came full circle on that single i remember controversial this is america all the fucking i still rock that song to fuck till today that is a motherfucking bop and my thing about that song you fuck what they said all the depiction all that stuff i was like that nigga knew what he was talking about and a lot of the shit he was doing fucking came to goddamn pass and people were angry they was up in their fucking feelings they was like this is uh, this is not america i was like bitch yes it is i play that i play that fucking song i love that goddamn song i was like yes prescient as fuck black genius i loved it loved it still love it play it all the time statement sometimes i'll see some fucked up shit and i'll just respond with that meme and everybody fucking retweets it what a fucking twitter force that video was like oh my god what what a moment but um but yeah so it's funny that hip that we've come full circle to where where like ebro's like you can't diss this is america (laughs) because i just remember it was a time where motherfuckers were trying to spin that it was somehow not the hit that it was you know Society with black folks or anything other than himself so now you have an issue i get you have an issue with childish gambino if what you're saying is fact but fam the song was supposed to be a joke disc it didn't actually happen mm-hmm. so why are you in your feelings about it and taking shots at a song it was that, like five years late like the song came out what 18 19? yeah but i think the childish gambino interview just happened a few months ago so it's yeah, still so relevant it's in that he context. Addressed it right okay. now. but i don't know it, it didn't actually happen nothing actually happened right it's- all right so sounds like that's the gist of it here's the only issue though drake has posted uh on social media and stuff about like he has a post about alton sterling that's definitely about black people and the police in america and stuff um i don't i didn't even google to see how many more like if he did like trayvon and other people so he has said stuff but i don't think he's ever said anything in his music right like he doesn't rap about I about it. to say yeah that, that, he wouldn't ne- he would never make a this is america no that's like, that's not his lane. i know he ain't from here but he wouldn't make a this is canada either y'all know what i mean mm-hmm. that ain't his lane that ain't what he do and that's fine because everybody don't rap about the same shit right um i didn't hear what his diss 
was uh to donald glover so i'll have to look that up um uh but you know that's whatever to me mm-hmm. um but how fucked would are you by you know this conversation zero actually I, I don't care like i hate to be like this drake is drake you know i love childish gambino and my thing is you're getting you're getting mad at an artist who you feel like don't talk about issues but no artist is obligated i'll like i truly feel like this real freedom real freedom is the artist just making their shit and not talking about social issues right people don't want to believe this but we don't demand this for white people um you know so it's one of those things where if if white people talk about shit we go good for you but we don't have a demand on them it's it's not an ultimatum it's not you not black if you don't address these issues and we're all trying our best to navigate this fucked up thing this fucked up world with all these supremacies and isms and schisms happening sometimes people just want to do their art and they might feel a certain way and they might have opinions and some people because truth be told when you do that shit depending on what you do it's a cost and everybody is not willing to pay that cost and everybody don't want to pay that cost everybody like why should i fuck up my money because you feel like i should be obligated to speak up against these things yeah i think uh for me uh the part like and i just read okay so the full context is childish gambino said this is america has started off as a drake diss song because they were gonna make you know he's from canada they were gonna be like this is america ha, ha, ha. but then he said he kept listening to the beat and stuff he was like nah actually let me play with this and see if i can come up with something better and so they never made the drake this song so i guess drake's shot back or whatever is like he's shooting back at at the idea of something that never happened uh but maybe he felt like he had to address it whatever but that being said i'm with you in that i'm not really fucked with by the idea that drake owes us some commentary i just I, and i think i'm not really sure why people think they want that stuff mm-hmm. because i can think of people that i would like to shut the fuck up right because when they start speaking and they say the wrong shit everybody got these no sometimes some people just need to shut the fuck up and yeah, do and, art. yeah and i'm not even saying people that i think are bad people it's just like hey i'd like to just enjoy your raps but you keep doing shit like meeting with governor kemp right and and it's so fucking distracting to me that it's hard for me to to just push it away out of my head and be like nah this album is banging i can do it most of the time but every you know it's it's just it's different it's, it's the same shit happening with no name where it's just like maybe everybody doesn't need to put every political thought out there for everybody mm-hmm. all the time the other thing too is um look at some of the people that did kind of get pushed into it and mature into like talking about these issues y'all don't like them either right like i brought this up about jay-z and that's why i was having a conversation with this person today but i brought up like yeah how many people like i remember when jay-z got clowned they said he he doesn't do anything for black people he's not an activist he doesn't care he doesn't do anything for causes harry belafonte called him out many people echo hello harry belafonte uh and and came to harry harry belafonte's side of this like yeah jay-z you should be doing something for black people you do owe us some commentaries and some music and stuff and jay-z at the time it shrugged it off like man my presence is charity like when i show up at things people know i don't need to like 
be seen donating to charity and stuff he thought he was like above it and he eventually said he actually regrets saying that to harry belafonte and probably because his feelings was hurt the way he got called out and shit but ever since then that motherfucker's been 10 toes down to some fucking activism uh whether it be all the fucking rock nation lawsuits that are constantly going against every form of discrimination imprisonment whether it be the khalif browder documentary whether it be the trayvon martin documentary whether it be bailing out black lives matter activists Mm -hmm. and putting his network to work for and by black lives matter i mean the movement not just not the org correct like he wasn't like oh let me get down with this this org it was the people getting locked up how do me and beyonce get them out of jail period right so this is a dude that seems to be 10 toes down but what do we ever talk about with jay-z for most of y'all not me but for most of y'all the three percent of shit you don't agree with him about oh this black capitalist oh he working with the nfl yeah he got the nfl to give money to a bail fund that wants to get rid of all forms of social control the most radical shit you can think of but you don't care you care that one of the orgs said if you want to cut your hair off you will cut your hair off for you if that's how you symbolize getting a fresh start and what went viral a video of a white lady cutting a black boy's hair and went see this what jay-z want us to do it's a thankless job in the first fucking place Mm -hmm, that's why a lot of people don't want to do it it's a thankless job i don't like even people that are full-time activists i'm like i don't get it i don't get it these motherfuckers are not worth saving if they just gonna turn on you every fucking day like every day someone is accusing you of being the worst kind of person every day in public and you're not supposed to benefit from right it. you're man. supposed to live in poverty ain't enough money in the motherfucking world but anyway that's just me thank god there are people that are better than me but <laughs> but the point being like drake we don't know his politics and it's probably for the fucking best right there is nothing about drake that makes me think we need his voice in the black activism space mm-hmm. black movement i don't i don't know why anybody would ever think that he's like got hella woman problems class issues all, all kinds of shit all kinds of shit does his music doesn't reflect any of those values it's like you just want a puppet and i just don't get why people want that so it's zero for me i don't care that drake doesn't do that shit mm-hmm. even though it's not true that he didn't say anything because like i said you could pull up that post it's, it's right there uh all right let's do another one see how fucked what you feel for this one okay all right. uh here we go it's a video this is actually a tiktok not a not an article okay all right a black person in my chair not too long ago called me the n-word now for those at home that can't see the video this is a white man dressed in like uh what do they call that scrubs. scrubs yes i only know him from the way ig models wear him okay but he's wearing scrubs and talking directly to the camera so that is the context more specifically he called me his inward you my inward it's never happened to me before never had a black person definitely not at work for sure i don't think any time in my entire life has that ever happened at the same time he puts his hand out like this you my inward puts his hand out and then my hand goes into his so imagine one of these hands is black and then the hands come together it felt like a sonic boom was created this warmth ah! entered my body 
And I felt like we solved racism. What? Just right <laughs> then and there. Like, it was like, everything's, everything's okay. We are, we are cool AF. We're good. That's what it felt like. Uh, what did I do for him? I rushed his crown. So crowns normally are a 10 day turnaround and he was traveling and had some commitments. Like, I gotta have that sooner. And I was like, let me make a phone call. Have it back to you in three days. You my. Boom. Hand clasp. Sonic boom. Racism solved. So now I'm his ride or die. And I don't think he knows that. So black people, you want a ride or die white person? Call him your inward. It comes at a cost. It comes at a cost. Because now I think, I mean, I'm not going to say the inward. But I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. I shouldn't even be thinking about that. But I am thinking about it. And I know I, I know I shouldn't. Oh, no! But it's like you get into a club that you're not, you're, you're never going to get into normally. But someone vouches for you, so you're in there. Now, you're in the club, but that doesn't mean you can act like a fool. When you're- What's wild to me is, like, his government name is on, his TikTok is Dr. Brady Smith. Just feel like a should have kept it to yourself. Why? Like, I already have an issue with medical professionals having TikToks in the first place. Yeah! I feel like he's doing this TikTok in the office in a closet and it's another person that also need their crown done but he was like I gotta tell TikTok about this n-word shit I can't just I can't just get back to working on these crowns I got- yeah and, and, and not to get off topic but a lot of these professional medical organizations gonna have to write down rules about social media because somebody's gonna get their fucking pants sued off for putting somebody's the scrubs, business the scrubs online they're gonna get their scrubs sued off Mm-hmm. They don't wish they yeah. had some screws. And this is, and honestly, this ain't as like as as fucked up as this topic is. This isn't nearly as infuriating as I'd be if I was under fucking anesthesia and my nurse was twerking on me. You know, I've seen those ones too. In the club, you can't do that. You get kicked out of the club, and never invited back. So I'm in the club, and I'm so excited, like I just don't know if I can behave myself. So that's the cost. But man, does it feel good. It might be the most amazing thing that's ever happened to me in my life. Definitely in my career. Definitely in my career. For sure. Oh, you're a fellow for the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry? Oh, that's a nice certificate. Have you ever had a black person call you their N-word? No? It made us, made <laughs> yeah, us keep, small. It made what? His video small and made us big. Oh, okay. I didn't change that. It just did that on its own, guys. Um all right i'll try to share it again then give me one second everybody no problem uh all right working keep working hard you'll get there trust me just keep working hard it's the pinnacle of accomplishment i don't even care about anything else that's all i want i want that more what's the only thing better than having that happen once have it happen twice so i think that means i have to rush crowns for all my black patients oh no is that racist i don't care I don't care. I'm chasing that feeling. I'm solving racism one rushed crown at a time. There you go. Dr. Brady Smith. Karen, zero to a hundred. Hold on. All right. Karen needs a second, everybody. I'm (laughs) going to get this a uh, 25 is funny, Mm -hmm. but I'm a little fucked with Mm -hmm. because this is something that happened with like a real live patient a real live person mm-hmm. and if they're on any 
kind of social media they're gonna see you focusing and trending and somebody be like you know somebody like, ain't that your doctor dennis or whatever mm-hmm. uh so for me i really don't have that big an issue with dr brady okay like if i'm being 100 percent honest with y'all this is how i assume white people feel on the inside when black people say you my nigga at least the cool white people this is how they feel on the inside so that part is not shocking at all and not very impressive at all but also doesn't bother me at all i am fucked with by the black person that's just giving out these nigga passes to these white folks for just shit like this you know what i'm saying i understand rushing the crown is a big deal that doesn't make them your nigga your nigga is like if you give me a kidney you know what i mean like 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 if a motherfucker give me some bone marrow that's my nigga y'all just giving it out literally a part of me now you giving it out for people changing your oil in less than half an hour bro yo you you are lowering the bar you are the price of the brick is going down because of you <laughs> okay the, the the we are suffering from niggflation <laughs> right <laughs> now because y'all are just the price of the nigga dollar went down y'all just giving it away dog you give it come on make him earn it man come on i bet he still charged you and you know he did if i went to check out and they said don't worry your crown is on me that's my nigga i'm not giving you oh it was seven days instead of ten man go ahead appreciate you doing your job but go ahead that's not a my nigga moment so i feel like that black person is reckless and going around giving people my niggas for everything let me get 10 on pump seven my nigga like stop (laughs) stop you giving you just you're you're just giving it away (laughs) okay raise the nigga standards yeah that's uh (laughs) pretty smart said they're not afraid of us no more it's not about them being afraid i don't want the fear i just feel like a my nigga is the highest compliment Mm -hmm. you know that's why i don't really i like i don't even i understand but i don't truly relate to black people that's like don't say the n-word around me because i'm like you know i mean it different and you don't want to be a part of this and it's sad that you don't want to be a part of this i get that you don't want to be a part of this i'm not gonna make you be a part of this i would never disrespect you you. but it's sad that 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 me saying my nigga would hurt you somehow when you know i mean it in the most like i love you we have been through the same shit we are brothers we are sisters we are family even if i don't even know you i know you that's what it means i'm cold switching i'm dropping everything fuck it we could talk like like we talk now and it's not about white people and what they thinking if white people being racist they came up with the n-word so they being racist we, there's no <laughs> they action invented it there's no action black people are taking that is promoting white people to continue to be racist they are going the default is going to be racism for the kind of white person that listens to a rap song and goes they said the n-word well they were going to be racist anyway y'all let's stop <laughs> let's stop let's stop making they shit about us let's stop pretending they love it but man i just feel like you can't hit the, not the n-word dog not for this so it just feel like a waste of an n-word so the black person in this scenario they get a hundred okay to me they feel like when i used to have white friends i was a terrible black friend i'm not gonna lie i'm not a good the black friend i'm a good friend but i'm a bad the black friend 
because i don't have the leeway that a lot of the black friends learn to have and i i know because i ran into some professional the black friends and i always felt like a little bit of like you know like outcast i was like fuck i'm not good at this you know the white people i'm not trying to be good the white people bring up some republican politics and they just they know how to navigate it without starting a fight i don't i don't know how to do it right and you fall out with them every single time i'm like man you shut your racist ass up and then they, i know they be thinking like why don't we hang out with this guy i'm bad at it but i've met the black friends that are good at it and occasionally they be letting white people say the n-word around them mm-hmm. whether that's a joke whether they quote the movie whatever they let them say it they think it's cool and then they get on my list as a hundred and the white people that say it back get a hundred too but it, it get on my list is 100 because i'm like you can't do that oh you at least got to train the white folks you got to like talk hey don't tell nobody this you know you my nigga but don't you fucking say it and don't you tell nobody that i said that but in private yes they don't even do that they just have them out there saying it. going on tiktok telling everybody your business so yeah 100 for that black person disgusting oh it's been an hour and a half mm. well you know what we have a guest tomorrow Mm-hmm. uh tomorrow's show is at five we have mike lawrence comedian Yay, writer fun. uh can't it's been a while can't wait to catch up with him one of my favorite people i know i know he's a dad him and adina parents mm-hmm. now um uh, full disclosure he was gonna come on a tour like doing stand-up in july he was gonna come here but i think something happened and he ended up not coming but we would have had him in the studio which would have been nice because we had him in studio a long time ago um when he performed at uh the comedy zone Mm -hmm. so um but we do have time for sore ratchetness A sword-wielding assailant scalps a woman's head while she was in the park. What you mean by scalps? Looks at it, hunts it down? Scalps. S-C-A-L-P. Oh, scalps! Goddamn, took the hell off! Scalped it like it was some Beyonce tickets, Karen. Woo, child! Okay. Authorities in San Diego are searching for the sword-wielding assailant who they say attacked a woman at a park in City Heights neighborhood early Tuesday. So he sliced it like a piece of cold cut. Goddamn. I guess so. Ooh, Police said the child. woman was sitting on a bench at 1.30 a.m. at the park. She was stabbed and scalped by an unknown man with a sword. She managed to walk to a nearby Starbucks with a with 24-hour drive through where people called 911. Her condition was not released by authorities. They rushed her to the hospital. Oh, my God. How do you live after that? i like oh my god i have so many questions that i don't want the answers to right so i'm not even gonna answer them but y'all right. thinking them i mean did you i said i'm not gonna answer them. okay sorry it's gross <laughs> no have, problem have it's no gonna idea. be wigs her wig is coming off i don't know what you do with that Neither. obviously seeing those kind of injuries traumatic for the person receiving it traumatic for the witnesses who are trying to help her and for the first responders they tend to injure they tend to injure people all the time it's still unsettling to see said lieutenant adam sharkey um he said the woman provided a vague description of the suspect the best description we have of the suspect at this point is a younger black male 
35 ish years old tall thin bill wearing blue jeans and waving some kind of sword hope y'all get him scalping somebody right so yeah they still looking for the suspect so don't be at the uh y'all be careful out here in the streets yeah definitely stay away from the park at 1 30 in the morning mm-hmm. on the bench because that my guess is that might be a person that's like houseless or some shit possibility you know so that's that's already like man you gonna add this on top of my fucking day you doing uh all right y'all that's it we'll be back with mike lawrence tomorrow thanks for listening Yay! everybody we appreciate y'all uh until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.